Well, it's truly an honor for me to be here, standing to represent the priests and the religious who are alumni of our college. I really can't adequately do that. There's so many holy, good priests and religious who are alumni from Thomas Aquinas, and, and I feel like I'm the least of them. I don't know why they asked me to come here. But I just want to speak to you a little bit about the good things that I do as a priest. I'm very grateful, especially to my abbot, Abbot Eugene Hayes, who is here and gave our, our blessing today for allowing me to be here to do all the good things that I do at our abbey. First of all, my primary apostolate at our Norbertine Abbey, our community of St. Michael's in Orange, is prayer. I go there to pray. I'm there to worship God and to praise God. And I learned that at the college. I learned that that's the most important thing in a human being's life, to worship God the way he ought to be worshipped. The other things I do for spreading the kingdom of God are teaching seminarians, and in the past I've taught also high school students. I teach philosophy at the Abbey. The, this year I'll be teaching the five core courses of the philosophy curriculum. I'll teach logic, natural philosophy, deonima, ethics, and metaphysics. It's a full schedule, but with God's help, I hope to be able to do it all, <laughs> and the help of my confreres as well, and the very, very good seminarian students that I have. I also give retreats very frequently, uh, especially for the Missionary of Charity Sisters. The Missionary of Charity Sisters, as you know, are, are the group founded by Mother Teresa of Calcutta. I'm a regular guest on Catholic Answers Live, and then I do a number of other things around the diocese. I help with confessions. I have a regular Sunday assignment at St. Mary's in Fullerton. So these are the things that I do. I try to contribute to the building up of the kingdom of God on earth through the grace of God. I could hardly imagine doing the things that I do without the blessings I receive from Thomas Aquinas College. I'm truly grateful for those things. The first thing that I found at Thomas Aquinas College was my vocation itself. I would not be a priest today if I had not gone to that college. I'm convinced of that. I would not be a priest today. And I think I speak for many of the priests and of the religious who have come through that college. It's really a blessing. You find there the possibility to hear the call of God in a way that you wouldn't find in other places. We follow, coincidentally, at our abbey, our Norbertine Abbey of St. Michael's, the rule of St. Augustine. It's the same rule that St. Thomas Aquinas followed. And in a certain way, I feel as though I'm beginning to live the life that I started at the college more fully. The college, in a certain sense, has imbibed the spirit of its true founder, St. Thomas Aquinas. And that spirit is something that goes along with a sense of the way in which God ought to be loved and worshipped. And St. Thomas found that context of the love and worship of God through the rule of St. Augustine. And I feel very privileged that I have entered a community that follows that same rule. That is something, too, I feel that I imbibed when I came to the college. I learned how to trust St. Thomas and St. Augustine as teachers. I remember when I first came to the college, I had a kind of a skeptical attitude. I had been formed in, you know, kind of secular education. I was an electrical engineer before I came to the college. And so I had a kind of skeptical disposition. I thought of St. Thomas as a relatively smart fellow who was probably wrong on a lot of things, but for the most part, as a medieval guy, he did a good job. <laughs> and in the areas where I found myself disagreeing with him, I started to think about it, and I started getting arguments to the contrary, and I realized in every single case I was wrong. 
in every case. And I started to think, gosh, this guy really is someone who needs to be trusted. I really learned to trust St. Thomas and St. Augustine as teachers when I was there. And boy, is that important for me as a teacher now at the Abbey. I'm a real disciple of St. Thomas. I'm not a Thomist. I'm a disciple of St. Thomas. I really think that that man was wise and was a gift from God to the church. And my job is to communicate and facilitate the teaching of St. Thomas to my seminarian students. And that's something that at our Abbey, at St. Michael's, we really believe in. We think that the church itself has taught us that we ought to hold St. Thomas up, not just as a model, but as a teacher for all priests. And I learned that at Thomas Aquinas College, that trust of St. Thomas and of St. Augustine. Of course, all the courses that I teach at the Abbey are courses I took for the first time at St. Michael's. I'm sorry, at St. Thomas Aquinas. I took them for the first time at Thomas Aquinas College. And I had tremendous tutors, and I'm grateful to each one of them. Each one of you, you who taught me logic, Dr. O'Reilly taught me logic, and uh, metaphysics, Ron Richards taught me metaphysics, and uh, Deonima, who taught me Deonima, I don't remember. <laughs> All the tutors who taught me the different courses that I teach today, I learned those things there for the first time at Thomas Aquinas College. I learned also the importance of communicating to the seminarians the need to actively assimilate the truths that they were learning. I do not allow my seminarian students to sit there like sponges and just simply listen to me pontificate. I ask them questions, and I want them to ask me questions in return. I expect them to, and I don't know everything. Sometimes my students ask me questions that stump me, and I tell them so. And then I go and I talk to someone wiser than myself, and I learn what the answer is, and it helps me to teach them. And because they're active in their own education, I notice that they themselves internalize their knowledge it's not something in the past for them. By the time they graduate, by the time they finish the philosophy program at the Abbey, it's something that's become a way of life for them, a way of really understanding the world. And they don't leave their philosophy education behind. They bring it with them into theology, and they bring it with them into their priestly ministry. Finally, I think about the things that I do, for example, as a as a guest on Catholic Answers Live, I have to sit there and listen to random questions, sometimes very um, diverse questions from every corner, uh, from people ar around the country and sometimes around the world about different topics of the Catholic faith. And I learned how to think on my feet at the college. In the college, of course, we have the seminar method of education. And so people uh, present objections to everything that you say. And I learned that from the college. And so I feel that I've been really blessed with that capacity to sit, to think about someone, to hear someone and understand what they're saying and try to address their questions and to answer them in a way they can understand. Those are just a few of the things I have to thank Thomas Aquinas College for. I'm grateful for all those things, but most especially for the love and the example that I found in the tutors and in my fellow students that were there. So I thank you, Thomas Aquinas College. I thank you, all the tutors, everyone who has taught me, everyone who has been a friend of mine through the years. I thank you especially Dr. McLean for asking me to come here to speak to all of you. It's been a true honor and I ask for your prayers and I ask for God's blessing upon everyone here. Thank you.